What up, King James Gossip listeners? We're back on our normal schedule, except this week we're doing two episodes. One dropping Thursday morning and the other dropping Saturday morning, so be on the lookout for that. This week we're also talking all about trade season, and we got our normal gang back with both Hesketh brothers. How are you guys doing? What's up? We good? Pretty great. All right, so we don't have any, uh, there hasn't been too much going on recently, nothing too heated. But we definitely have a lot of talk about when it comes to trade season. So we're going to first off start with what's realistic and then what we predict and then what we wish would happen. Ooh, okay. All right, Kyle, since we usually start with Jared first, why don't you go ahead and tell us what you think is actually going to happen this in the next week. In the next week? Hmm. I, I think – uh, Trade day comes February 8th. Is, is that next yes, Thursday? I didn't even realize that. Next it's- Thursday. So I don't so think I don't think we'll be getting DeAndre Jordan like people think, and I do not think we'll be getting Marcus All either, because new coach. Oh does. hell no! no we that's not work. happening. Not no, but I don't think we'll be getting a center like people think we will. Uh, I think that'll happen in the buyout season. To be honest, um, I honestly think that George Hill trade will go through eventually, but obviously, like the Cavs like to do, it'll probably be like the last day of the trade deadline. Um, I've seen a lot about Tyreek Evans and a little bit about Kemba Walker. I don't see us trading Isaiah Thomas, even though I wish we would sometimes, watching him play. I, I got I to gotta give him time. I know. I understand. Uh, Tyreek Evans would be good, too. I think that might be a good pickup, good trade. I'm just not sure what we would do to get him. Uh, if we're getting a George Hill, there's that starting spot. Uh, I think it said we're giving up Channing and Shump, along with a few other things. So that leaves J.R. Smith in the starting lineup. I don't think I don't want him. I don't want him in the start. I don't want him on the bench. I don't really want him playing at all. He had a few. <laughs> he had a few good games earlier. Uh, this this he had week, a few good games earlier this week. Yeah, and then yesterday he played like an idiot. So he played like J.R. <laughs> yeah, he played like the J.R. we've seen all year. Uh, those two games though were were pretty refreshing. Um. However, I just I don't know. He's just not playing like like we're used to seeing last year. Uh, so, so what, I don't. You got, you got George Hill, and that's it. George Hill, like I said, and then I think we'd have to if we're gonna get Tyreek Evans, we'd have to include J.R. Smith just because we'd have we have so many we have a plethora well, that's, that's of guards true, right now. I'm no, I'm just just listen to me. We have a plethora of guards right now as it is. Dwayne Wade, J.R. Smith, Derrick Rose, um. Amon Shumper right right now. Kyle Korver, I guess you can call him a guard, even though he's six eight, six seven. So I th- I just think we need to get rid of the guards, some of the guards that we have that we don't actually use. I like Jose Calderon just because he's on a small contract and he's pretty good for the locker room. Still wish we would have kept RJ, but that's beside the point. So right now I'm just seeing George Hill and hopefully Tyreek Evans. If that comes to fruition, I'll be happy with that. But yeah, it's I don't see us getting a big a center just because. It's the centers that are available. I don't think we need a center, though. Because the only center that's available is DeAndre, and I would not... I feel like I would rather have Tyreek for our first than DeAndre for the Brooklyn pick all day. Like I, no, and like I said, DeAndre is not worth the Brooklyn pick. So No, it's, he's not. And, and it's let not, me read you this down. 
Tyreek Evans is averaging 19.5 points per game, second in his career. He's averaging 2.1 threes per game, and he's only averaged over – he's never averaged over two per game. He's taking 15.6 shots per game. He's – I mean, I mean, five rebounds per game, five assists per game, two turnovers per game. He's almost the ideal player to come off our bench or even to start for that matter. So I'm not sure – I, I never really thought Tyreek was a possibility. I never thought we were going to be interested in him. But, Jared, did you say something before the show that... Sam Amico reported that the Cavs have expressed interest. So if Sam Amico has some trustworthiness in that tweet or whatever he posted, then I'm all for it. Because Tyreek, Tyreek's the man. Tyreek's a lot better of an addition, in my opinion, than George Hill would be. I think Because George Hill... Hmm? I said, I think we all can agree on that. Yeah, George Hill's kind of the cheap bet, but George Hill's also hella expensive. Right, and you say cheap, but then again, Tyreek's on a minimum contract, and George Hill's making $20 million a year. So Tyreek right. Evans would no doubt be the better option. You know you're not retaining Tyreek. Like, he's going to get paid this year. Right. This offseason. I mean, who says if the Cavs... Who's like who's to say if the Cavs get him, they they won't retain him. I'm not sure they'll want to pay him, is what I'm saying. I'm not sure they'll even still have the cap space because they're trying. I mean, he's going to be on a minimum, and he could be a guy that requests fifteen million. That's true. I mean, I want a twenty. I'll take a twenty twenty five and five for fifteen million. That's for sure. We pay TT like sixteen or eighteen, and he's doing like mm-hmm. five and five. So I think Tyreek Evans, I'm not sure if it's realistic, but I think he would be he should be our priority target and then George Hill should kind of be the fallback plan because I think San Antonio wants I think George Hill would be the only one holding that back because he knows if he if he gets a buyout, he's going to he's going to lose money on his next contract. Mm-hmm. So how do, how do you envision this playing out? Me? Yeah. All right. I'm going to have to disagree with you guys. I want... It's probably a wrong take, no, 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 but no. we'll go Actually, with it. Actually, it's not I want. I think the Cavaliers will trade for DeAndre Jordan. I think the Kevin Love injury is almost forcing them to trade for DeAndre Jordan. And the good thing... I say this. Double T has been playing very well in the starting lineup. And... I don't know. Maybe that that has increased his trade value a little bit. And I don't think Brooklyn's. Uh, I don't think the Clippers are asking for the Nets pick anymore because of what they did for the with with the Blake Griffin trade. They traded Avery Bradley, or they acquired Avery Bradley, Tobias Harris. I know we don't have the players like that, but I think they know. It's it's obvious they're not they're not contending. However, they don't want to rebuild, and I don't think. I don't think we have to give him the Brooklyn pick, and I don't. I don't think. I don't think they're asking for the Brooklyn pick anymore, to be honest. So, I think we will get DeAndre Jordan. Uh, I'm just not necessarily sure what DeAndre Jordan does that Tristan Thompson doesn't do to a smaller extent. Like it's almost like Kevin Love's injury shouldn't impact if we trade for DeAndre Jordan. Well, I think it should because, well. I mean, I guess you're right, but... Because we don't necessarily have that... We've never had that front court presence. 
and all they're going to do is probably start Jay Crowder. I mean, Tristan Thompson, if you give him DeAndre Jordan's minutes, he may be able to average 15 boards and like 10 points a game too because last year he was at 8 and 10 virtually in 30 minutes. Right, but Tristan Thompson will never be an all-star in this league. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely not the – He's definitely not the like we we would have much greater front court athleticism with him by far, and we would actually have a rim protector and a great defender. But I think it's a stretch to say Kevin Love's injury would make us or would like be the deciding factor there. Well, I don't think I don't think, I don't think it's solely the deciding factor. I think it's put some pressure on the front office to make a move. I think they're feeling pressure now because LeBron's going to be shorthanded for you know two months. Yeah, for sure. I'm not really positive. Uh, I think Love's injury, if anything, makes them make a move. Like, you can't make no move now. Right, that's what I'm saying. They're, they have pressure on them now to make a move. Because if Kevin Love is out that whole two months, you're looking at only like two or three weeks of his return with playing with the team before they get to the playoffs. And that is a scary situation. That's a situation where they may not even make the Eastern Conference Finals, let alone the actual finals. Yeah. This this uh this injury is a lot worse than it's being reported. Like nobody's it's being talked about, but it's not being talked about enough in my I think it I think the situation comes in when the when the playoffs come in place. Cause that that's gonna be huge. Okay, so my thing with DeAndre Jordan, why why not go after him? Okay, like I get if the Clippers are still asking for the Nets pick, don't do it. Walk away, you know, hang up the phone, go to someone else. But if they're if they're asking for double T Jr. and a first rounder, do it. You know what I mean? Um, I think I I just think he would fit tremendous tremendously with the Cavs, the pick and roll with him and LeBron or Isaiah and DeAndre would be so nice in my opinion. And he would help the defense. I mean, the defense isn't getting worse with DeAndre Jordan being added. Uh, yeah, I definitely understand. So if we're transitioning to what we would want to see happen, if you could have anything in the world that is vaguely still realistic, what would you have? I would. Is that? Are you doing the same thing? Are you still taking DeAndre? Well, I'm taking DeAndre. If you're Kobe. If I'm Kobe Altman, I'm calling (laughs) Kobe. (laughs) If I'm Kobe Altman, I'm calling the the Clippers, and I'm asking what would they want for DeAndre Jordan and Avery Bradley because that is a a, uh, group of players I would give up the Nets pick for. That helps our wing play. That helps our uh, rim protection. On both ends of the floor, on defense and offense. But I mean, if I mean, and the Clippers are willing to give up Avery Bradley. I saw a report about that yesterday. They don't exactly want to keep him. They're they're trying to flip him. So well, he's on a pretty big contract, and I think I heard Kevin O'Connor saying that Jordan, Avery Bradley. But a more realistic thing, just give me Kent Bazemore, man. Just just go get Kent Bazemore. You know? Can I get an amen? Maybe later. After yeah, after cool. you hear my situation. Maybe never. Yeah, Kent Bazemore's a fellow, but he's not correct in the issue. 
No one's correcting the issues. They got to figure it out themselves. Kyle. All right. So Jared wants either Jordan, Bradley, or Kent Bazemore. What are you feeling, Kyle? Can we trade? Now listen, a little off the wall. Hear me out here. Can we trade a combination of Tyron Lue, the Brooklyn pick, <laughs> and J.R. Smith for uh, Brad Stevens? And Kyrie back? And Kyrie. I don't want Kyrie. Well, we don't need Kyrie back. I just want Brad Stevens. Because I'm starting to see that Brad Stevens is a great coach. I didn't believe right. it, but Kyle, yeah. Kyle, Anyways, Kyle. so what I, really, what I really want to happen, what I, what I wish would happen, I just Pause want us to not. Effect. I just want us to not play like idiots, for it to be healthy, and play like the player he was last year. So more, when are we gonna passing. say that it's uh, healthy, and when are we just gonna stop letting him have excuses? He has no excuses happen? in my book, honestly. No excuses in my book after. But you just excused him for not being healthy. Because I'm trying. I'm out, trying to be politically correct. He came yeah. out today and said he was only 70%. Yeah, Why are you even playing if you're only 70%? If you're only 70%, go back to the G League. Okay, pal? <laughs> go back no, honestly, right now, five on five in the scrimmages. I don't care. So realistically, I think it would be good to get a player like DeAndre and Kent Bazemore and George Hill. That's what I would want. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, obviously. But that, that would be ideal because then you get... Uh, Kent Bazemore, who's a longer, taller two guard that can probably play the two to the three. Uh, and you got George Hill, who can play the one to the two. And then you got DeAndre, who can be an actual, for the first time in a very long time, rim protector that the Cavs have. Mm-hmm. Yes. I will give you an amen. Okay, are we ready to hear me out here? Hey, go ahead, pal. Ready. All right, now mine is probably going to be the best out of all three of ours by far. I did an article on it yesterday. Oh boy. Please go read it. It's, what's going to happen is we're going to trade Kevin Love for CJ McCollum straight up. Oh, are we? So then we have IT McCollum, who's our Le- LeBron, and then we have Jeff Green and Tristan Thompson. And then we what trade Tristan Thompson and Shumpert. We trade Thompson, Shumpert, and the Brooklyn pick for Williams and Jordan. And then, bang, we win the finals. Wait a second. Simple as that. You don't, so you we, don't think we'll have we to give up the Brooklyn pick to get McCollum? Oh, no. Not if we're giving them love. The thing about oh. Brooklyn – well, did you see that Mark Stein, when he was predicting how the NBA season or how trade season was going to pan out, he predicted that Portland splits up their superstar backcourt. Right. I did and see I that. think if I they split it up – they would want to split it up for CJ for Kevin Love. He's three years older. He's on. He's guaranteed for three more seasons. Two. And you know what he does when he's one of the more focal points on a team. We just can't give him that. Oh, we can. We just we just don't. We just don't. Yeah, exactly. And if we're not going to, might as well let him go to Portland, where he can be a second option. Actually, let Kevin Love shoot the ball fifth game. Kevin Love did grow up in Oregon. And I think Portland might do that too because Portland's trying to shake it up. And they could then start Napier, who's been having almost averaging 10 points a game. And now, see, he's I, having I, his best season. I agree with you on some aspects of that. I do not agree that CJ McCollum makes us that much better. I don't either. Because he is also – he is no, no, he, he's great. I love CJ McCollum. But he is one of the problems 
for def- defensively for the Trailblazers. Right. He doesn't he's a help. big issue. Right. Yeah, he's we, a very big we, problem. He's he. I feel like he's also only six three, and he tries to defend probably taller guards. He's not as built, which I feel like would be a problem. So. I almost would assume that if you bring him in, you'd have to trade IT and play McCollum as your point guard. Well, this is the thing. If I'm, trading, if I'm trading Kevin Love to the Portland Trailblazers, I want Damian Lillard. Not that won't Love. happen. He is their focal point. Like that's right. that is the like Portland want if they're gonna get rid of one of their two star backcourt players, it's gonna be McCollum. I feel like it's almost unnecessary to ask for Lillard anyway. It's Kevin Love. Yeah. It's not LeBron. Well, no, but Lillard did go to management and have a talk with the... Yes, uh, but he had a talk, just like Blake Griffin had a talk, which was like, listen, I want to be here, but you guys got to get your crap together. Because Damian Lillard knows that they're not bringing them a title with Lillard and McCollum in the backcourt and Nurkic down low. And then 10 bad contracts. Here's the thing with that as well. Like, you make Portland better, but we don't make ourselves better. Right. At all. I don't, I don't see, think... but I feel like having McCollum starting would definitely enhance our starting lineup, especially if you find a way to get another, or especially if you ask for Avery Bradley too, in addition in the, cause they don't want Avery Bradley. He's not, I don't, I doubt he's staying after this year. So if you ask for those three and then you also ship out J.R. Smith, maybe. So then you can start McCollum, Bradley, LeBron green and Jordan. How about that? Well, my thing, I don't see us being able. If we get CJ McCollum, I don't think we can get DeAndre Jordan. Why is that? You're not giving up a pick for DeAndre or for McCollum. You're not giving up a pick for McCollum. I don't think Portland would do that. I think they like McCollum too much. See, I'm not. I I've been thinking about that, and that's been like one of the things that I've really thought on the last couple last couple of days because I've done one or two articles on it, and I'm not sure that they do because. At the end of his four-year, five-year contract, he's going to be getting paid $30 million, and he's going to be 30 years old. I'm not sure that – I think that they look at it and they say, we're not going to be good for three more years, and CJ's going to be 30 at that point. Do we really want to keep him? When it's – if Kevin Love – Kevin Love could still be traded. CJ McCollum, if CJ McCollum has a bad year shooting wise, he may lose a lot of value. But I guess we'll definitely figure that all out. It's kind of just what I would wish would happen because I feel like a starting lineup of what was it? McCollum, Bradley, James, Jeff Green, and DeAndre Jordan with a bench of Wade and Lou Williams would be our best shot against the Warriors. Wait, so we're getting DJ Bradley and Lou Will in the package? And oh, the yeah, but we're giving, we're giving them the Nets pick. And let's be real. Lou Williams and Bradley and DeAndre uh, Jordan are all free agents this summer, and none of them are going to stay in Los Angeles. They're all going to get paid. See, here's here's my issue with all these trades that, that we all talk. Here's my issue with trades in general, especially with the Cavs. All of this stuff looks amazing on paper, and then you put it all together, and you say, hey, Ty Lue, figure it out. And what does he do? Nothing with it. I mean, we have all this talent right now, and we can't win. So, and then again, adding, adding, so adding Bradley, Williams, uh, McCollum. We have uh, once again a plethora of guards that we we have to somehow use, and then we have 
three legit big men, if you want to call LeBron a big man, you have, I guess, Channing Frye's gone, right? Technically? I I think McCollum would help out offensively. But that's but not our issue. Right, exactly. We don't need we we don't need any offensive help. Maybe like someone who can sit out in the three pointer and knock some shots down. But we need we need a, a wing player like Avery Bradley and a rim protector like DeAndre Jordan. I don't want to get I don't want to get a superstar because we don't need a superstar. I think we need some we need some solid players that can play that have the ability to play on both ends of of the of the um, court. All right, so those are our. Uh... Trade predictions for the next coming week. We only got less than a week left till the trade deadline, so I guess we'll see how those pan out. Do you guys have anything to add? Trade, trade, or no trade? If we can get Tyreek Evans, trade Derrick Rose, our first rounder for him, and I'll be fine. With no question. If we can get Dang, some right more, there. if we can get some more size, please. Dear God, I'm tired of having the smallest team in the league and the oldest team in the league. I would actually love to see if we have this if we start the smallest front court because we don't start a seven footer. Tristan's only if if it's Tristan and then Jay Crowder like it's about to be. We're only starting like six nine then six eight or six ten and I, six eight. I promise you, we have the smallest starting front court in the league. That's not facts though. That's fake news. That could no, be fake news. Oh no 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 no. I mean, can we really think of one that's smaller than us? I'm not saying we can't, but. If J- if Kyle doesn't know for fact, it's fake news. Fake I mean, even even works. the Warriors That's who, fake news, who have Kyle. starting lineups with Zaza Pachulia, who plays like ten minutes a night, he's still seven foot tall. I know. I'm not arguing that we have the smallest starting lineup. I'm arguing that you don't know that. Oh, I know. Definitely. No, know. you don't. I That's definitely fake news. know. I, I definitely that is know. Fake news. I definitely know. All right. Well, uh, let's let's go ahead and get on to our. Uh, New game segment called Fact or Fake. I it was it was a brilliant it was a brilliant come up. So uh we got three questions this evening for for you. So the question is this past two game stint where it was both the Detroit games home and away was the only two game stretch where we've shot over 50% in both games this season. Uh false. Fake. Is it fake news? Jared? Um, yeah, fake. Oh, so uh, I think we're going to – we may we may keep track of this. So Jared and Kyle both start off 1-0. and Hey, let's get it. All right, next one. Is this past week the Cavs were out-assisted or tied for or out-assisted in all three games? Fact. 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 Dude, we don't we move the ball first half and second half. I don't All right. It's sad. Let's see how this one goes. Jay Crowder has not had a five or more three game this season. Shit. Fake. Um fact. <laughs> he has not. I was surprised by that too. And no worries. If you guys look it up and you prove me wrong. Didn't he have like a twenty point game though? He's had a twenty point game, but that doesn't he, that does not mean that he's never done that. He's never. He. I don't think he's had five threes. But you can you, fact check me. I want you to. I think. I think his highest is four. That was beautiful. Let's Look at me. 
Look at me. Three no. Yeah, You're that right. was it's that was four. impressive. You're right. It's that's four. A, that's a fun four. game. That's a fun game. Yeah, was, I know. I, was, I can't believe I thought about that. Like was, that was all by myself. It was seventeen points and he only had four. Wow. Right. Right. All right, guys, that's all we got for you this week. It was a fun doing the second part, and I hope you come back for our regular shows on Wednesday night. See ya. <laughs>